Scott with SJWellfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 132. I got to tell you, the next false flag I'm preparing for, power outages. More on the rolling side versus long-term. If you follow my channel, I've had a lot of dreams of a long-term power outage. But I got to tell you, I follow the news, obviously. And check out these headlines. U.S. Midwest in danger of rotating power blackouts this summer. State officials warn of increased summer blackouts. Officials and power operators in a swath of Western and Midwestern states are bracing the public for blackouts this summer. I read an article, they actually took down a nuclear power plant in Michigan. So a lot of this is by design, obviously. These states are most likely to get blackouts this summer. Here's how to prepare. Federal grid operators concerned over power outages ahead of the summer. And then here's the climate change issue that they're gonna blame on a summer blackouts, wheezing power grid leave states at risk why the grid could buckle in large areas of the country as temperature, temperatures rise. No, the reason why they had to call it climate change is because the earth is cooling. This is all scamdemic because you breathe carbon dioxide. It's a war on you dictated by the club of Rome. You're the disease carrier and you're the carbon dioxide breather. I've been following this grid down playbook. They have five tactics, five playbooks that they could make an excuse on to bring down the grid. The so-called climate that we just talked about, right? The, the heat cyber attack and then cyber attack by Russia, which is more war. And that's gonna kind of lead into a massive false flag. We'll get into an article later. That's really, really nefarious. The sun EMP and then war EMP. If really there truly was an EMP, I mean, that'd be the long-term outage, which I think will happen eventually as well. So five strategies to bring down the grid and it results in a war on small business, right? They want us poor. They want us reliant on the government. We're on your food. We're going to get more into that. They want you to eat bugs. We're on our beef supply. We're on God's creation. The synthetic nanotech food they want you to eat. I mean, good night. This is Satan's time, my friends. They want to bring you into smart cities, obviously. And they want, ultimately it's this new beast tech system of controlism. If you follow my channel, the central bank digital currency, with social credit score, with vaccine passport tracker, carbon dioxide output tracker, food allocation tracker. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of trackers. It's this omnipresent Luciferian system. And ultimately, it's this one world government. But I thought this was interesting. This is a little bit of an old video from the World Economic Forum. It's just funny to me. They're, they're saying, hey, what did we learn from COVID-19? Well, we learned NIH funded this thing. And it was a bioweapon attack done by design. And a ton of you clowns became billionaires. And you jacked us with things. If you follow my last podcast that are showing up Mac numbers on people, you're marking us with this transhumanism agenda. The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core. and shown us how- By design. How vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 slammer sapphire worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. 
A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than... What they want to do is they want to actually have this cyber attack. Then everybody will have their bio ID, right? This is to get you to actually give your papers, please, to get on the internet. And then everything will be tracked. This is order out of chaos. 50 billion US dollars. And that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our- As the digital world connects more with our physical world, I get the sense that's transhumanism he's talking about. Our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. 666, right in the logo of World Economic Forum. You see it? Good night, my friends. They're telling you who they are. So I had a dream years ago when I first became a Christian that all transactions with every business and every person funnels into artificial intelligence. So they know who's making money. They know who's not. So I think this is an AI takedown of everything to bring in this one world government because the strategy is so brilliant. It is so over the top once you dive deep into how they're trying to slow boil us into this one world government system. What I want to focus on now is this war on food, right? If you take the grid down, it does a couple things. War on small businesses, destroys the economy, but it's a war on your food supply. What percent of your food is in a refrigerator or freezer? I was thinking about this. Typically, my lifestyle would be 60 to 70% easy all day long. Where are you vulnerable from rolling in and outs? And so what's wild is around the world, they're trying to get kids to eat bugs. And it's beyond just having them eat bugs. They're really giving them all this brainwashing on how it'll save the environment and how nutritious it is. They want you to eat bugs because they think you are a bug. Let's read this article. School children in Wales are being fed bugs as part of a research program that it's funded by universities to educate children the environmental, nutritional, and benefits of edible insects across the UK, according to the left-wing newspaper. They're brainwashing your kids and weaponizing them to bring on change. And they're then they're going after um, the Amish for processing beef. They want to make it where you can't process your own beef. They've destroyed over 30 million chickens this PCR using this PCR test because of the bird flu. I'm not buying it. Check out that podcast we did, Why the Elite War on Meat. There are reasons why they want to destroy the meat. It's very nutritious for you, especially if they're grass-fed and they're able to walk around. And then the podcast we did, Eat 3D Printed Meat, Fish, and You'll Like It. Good night. These are the podcasts we've done, and we've done a couple more. The, I think the second podcast we did about this famine that they're bringing in, it's, it's just a playbook. Shut down the grid with rolling blackouts the food costs are so expensive can you imagine you just had enough food you spent your last dime buying food and all of a sudden the grid shuts off you got to throw it all away better we, we need to get wise fast if you follow my channel i've had multiple dreams about a long-term grid down where there were no cars on the road but recently i had a dream of just rolling in and out electricity my mentor i would call him a mentor could still conduct business because he was set up with a generator. So maybe it was down for three, four, five days, two days, a day, but he could still conduct his business. And what I thought was interesting is if the grid goes down, if it's not a total blackout, 
you can still get cell phone service and you can still get Wi-Fi because a lot of those companies actually have backup generators themselves. Just did some research. I assumed if the grid's down, there's no way you could get Wi-Fi and I was wrong on that. And so one of the things I did do is I looked into buying some five gallon gas cans and I was shocked that there really is not a ton of supply of these gas cans that are out there. My suggestion is make sure you load up on your gas. If you've got a generator, maybe buy a couple of these before there's a run on them. Because I remember years ago, it was in the winter, I tried to go buy a generator and they were just, they were, this is before COVID-19, they were wiped out fast. So if you work from home, you know, if you've got a lot of food in the freezer, think about your, your setup for these rolling blackouts. But let's get back in the false flag that I, I think is just wild. When I'm researching this rolling blackout, this article popped up. United States may declare war if Russian hackers breach the electric grid. This screams false flag to me. And you got to ask why the West want to do this? Well, I think Whitney Webb covers it perfectly, given that Experts have been warning since the last global financial crisis that collapse of the entire system was inevitable due to the central bank mismanagement and rampant Wall Street corruption. A cyber attack would also provide the perfect scenario for dismantling the current failing system as it would absolve central banks of corrupt financial institutions of any responsibility. It would also provide justification for incredible troubling policies promoted by the World Economic Forum. Carnegie reports such as greater fusion of intelligence agencies and banks in order to better protect critical financial infrastructure. To me, it's the central bank digital currency, bypassing banks, bank balance, where they go after your assets to secure their stocks. It's wicked. It's wicked. They're going to burn it down, my friends. And it gets more evil. This is an interesting article from Zero Hedge. It talks about a kill switch if there's nuclear war and detention centers in the Bush era FOIA documents, if plans for apocalyptic events were going to say, hey, we can, we can shut down the whole internet potentially. Let's, at least one of the documents under review was designed to implement the emergency authorities contained in Section 706 Communication Act during World War II. Congress granted the president authority to shut down and seize control of any facility or station for wire communication. Upon proclamation, that there exists a state or a threat of war involving the United States. This frighteningly expansive language was at the time hemmed in by Americans' limited use of telephone calls and telegrams. Today, however, a president willing to test the limits of his or her authority might interpret the wire communication to encompass the internet. You would think about this, the internet should be free if we're under attack for people to survive and therefore claim a kill switch over vast swaths of electronic communication. And indeed, Bush administration officials repeatedly highlighted the statute's flexibility is very broad. Yummy, yummy, yummy. As one official in the National Security scribe, and it extended broader than common carriers in FCC. Is this a power grab? Just interesting. Good night, my friends. But you got to peel back the onion. Going back to this threat of Russia hacking our grid so we can declare war on Russia. Why are we supporting a corrupt Ukrainian government? Just why? It's a hotbed for corruption, my friends, with this bioweapon facilities that we actually help implement, this oil corruption, human trafficking. God knows what else is going on in the Ukraine. I mean, good, good night. It's corrupt. Past corruption overshadows the Ukraine's oil and gas industry. Headline from Forbes magazine, Forbes is talking about the corruption of the oil industry. Ukraine's biolabs riddled with corruption and neglect. RT. 
China accuses U.S. of having 336 biolabs in 30 countries, including 26 in Ukraine, demands full account of the biological military activities. And then the human trafficking is out of control. And I was trying to find the article since 2014. It's ramped up. This is from our government, this white paper here. The collapse of the Soviet Union opened up a pool of millions of women from which traffickers can recruit now former Soviet republics such as Ukraine have become major sending countries for women trafficking in the sex industries all over the world. And it's worse than ever before the war. In the sex industry markets today, the most popular and valuable women are from the Ukraine. Ukraine, now the second largest country in Europe, is one of the largest suppliers of women for prostitution. You know, this article mentions Russia as well, but since Russia's economy has improved, their human trafficking has decreased. But Ukraine, since the coup of 2014, has increased. It's just a, it's a hotbed of corruption, my friends. But one of the leading bioweapons experts involved in peace trees, he's a professor at University of Illinois, went to Harvard. I even think he went to MIT, don't quote me on that. But let's read an article from LifeSite News, a Catholic organization news site. According to the bioweapons expert, Francis Boyle, Russian accusation that Ukraine is conducting US-funded bioweapons research appears to be accurate. If true, everyone involved is subject to life in prison under the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. According to Boyle, the US government Pentagon have had a comprehensive policy to surround Russia with biological warfare laboratories and preposition biological weapons there for use against them. The problem with trying to make the distinction between biodefense and biowarfare is that basically there is none. It's interesting. No biodefense research is purely defensive because to do biodefense work, you're automatically engaged in the creation of biological weapons and all dual use research can be used for military purposes. SARS-CoV-2 may be the result of such dual use research. Boyle believes we can hold the culprits behind the SARS-CoV-2 bioweapon accountable by asking local prosecutors to convene a grand jury to seek the indictment of those responsible for the pandemic for murder and conspiracy to commit murder and conspiracy to commit profit via terrorism. The false flag I'm really worried about is, hey, Russia attacked the grid, but there's so much evidence the grid's going to be going down on purpose, at least rolling in and out, right? To destroy the food supply, to destroy small businesses so that we basically become a third world country, get swallowed up by this one world government, have this beast tech tracking system, right? That's the ultimate goal. This one world government, destroy it all, burn it all down, bring it forward, cover up all these financial crimes for this new central bank digital currency system that bypass banks, right? It's deep. The strategy is deep. But this World War III, the SEAL IV they're setting up is wicked. Why are we sending in all of our military assets to the Ukraine when it's just going to come back on our heads? Flat out, I think by design, my friends. And anybody that starts screaming, any pastor that starts screaming about Ezekiel 38 and 39, run from them. In my personal opinion, do your own due diligence. Ezekiel 38 and 39, to me, are talking about the millennial reign, and I'll prove it. Let's read. Let's read Ezekiel 38. Verse nine, thou shalt ascend and come like a storm and thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. Thus said the Lord, it shall come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind and thou shalt think an evil thought. And thou shalt say, I will go to the land of unwalled villages. Is Israel unwalled right now? No. And I will go to them that are at rest. Is Israel at rest now? No. 
that dwells safely. Is Israel dwelling safely? No. And all of them dwelling without walls. Just it, I mean, Israel is surrounded by walls and having neither bars nor gates. I mean, it's just like people are just chilling, right? There's no more war in the millennial reign until Satan's loosened again to take a spoil and to take a prey and to turn thy hand upon the desolate places that are now inhibited and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which have gotten cattle and goods and dwell in the midst of the land, Ezekiel 38, 9 through 12. I just don't see Ezekiel 38 and 39, Russia attacking Israel. Now, will Russia attack Israel in the end times? Maybe, but don't quote 38 and 39. Just don't do it. I just don't see, you know, find other verses in scripture of where that will happen. Because it seems Russia is against Israel. It, it definitely does. But it's definitely not Ezekiel 38 and 39 in my personal opinion. And I don't have all the answers. Let's debate it. Shoot me some notes. So scottwithsjwellfire.com. Let's summarize. I'm prepping. I'm preparing for rolling blackouts because they told us this is going to happen. The World Economic Forum with the 666 in their logo talked about COVID-19, right? We know the whole COVID-19 scam was funded by our own government and probably other governments around the world, right? This being hoodwinked, being hoodwinked by sorcery and pharmacia with this spike protein. I don't want a spike protein in me manufacturing something that is spiky in a protein that's going to give me heart issues. That's going to destroy my immune system. I don't want it. I've come to the conclusion, never take a shot with an industry that has a, as their logo, a snake around it. <laughs> I mean, you're just telling you who they are and what their intent is. <sighs> You've been poisoned forever, my friends. Scott with sjwellfire.com. Sign up for a newsletter. Join us on Gab if you're into news and Telegram. Thank you for your support. God bless.